Welcome back to another What's Up edition of the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette podcast. Very excited because this morning a member of the touring cast of The Play That Goes Wrong is in the office with us, Gemma Jane. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Thank you for (laughs) being here. So the show, as of this recording, the show opened last night, Tuesday, at the Walton Arts Center. Yes. And you are a swing in understudy, what yes. is your position? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, essentially all of the above. Okay. Um, I'm the female cover. Uh, so we do, we are in the cast, we are in the show uh, in uh, some capacity. Um, but our main job is to cover all of the women in the show. Um, we're the ones they call when something actually goes wrong. So if someone gets <laughs> sick or injured or takes a vacation, then I will step into the show. Okay, yeah. And I feel like a lot of people um, outside of the theater world might not understand that. Um, I think the impression is there's one understudy for one position yeah but mm-mm. if you're yeah you know I mean there's it's a very small cast yes. but mm-hmm. I mean and for me you know I cover all of the women means both the women yes um, <laughs> but for the men the male covers in the show they cover uh, five five male tracks each yes um, so it's a lot of work you know and then in some other shows and you have these big musicals the swings may cover 20 women you right. know so it's it's a big job right yes absolutely so the play that goes wrong, mm-hmm. I saw it last night, opening night. Oh my gosh, <laughs> it was one of the funniest things I've ever seen. You know, for that's sure. exactly what. So I saw the original British cast on Broadway. Okay. Um, I was encouraged to go by people who had seen it. I wasn't too sure. I didn't know much about it. And I went, and within the first 10 minutes, I was saying the same thing. I was saying, this is one of the funniest things I've ever seen on Broadway. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It. Um, so a little about the show. It is not a musical, which is a little uh, unusual for mm-hmm. the Walton Arts Center. Um, they don't typically, uh, I mean, they've brought a few, but typically their Broadway season is full of musicals. Yeah. And so this is not a musical, so be prepared, but it's it, I think I read a review that said it's fall down funny, and it is. We were we were almost falling out of our seats laughing. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's the unique thing about this show. The re, you know a lot of the times um, there isn't necessarily uh, a market for plays to tour. You know maybe people don't have the faith that the audience will come to that. Mm-hmm. This show it's already its second year touring because people love it that much. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also love to say that the um, the audience uh, is our underscore. The laughter is our musical. You know mm. it feels very much like a musical for anyone who does come and see it. Um, it's very choreographed it's very vocal you know it's very loud and so it it does feel like a musical in those ways yes so it is a there's a play within a play Mm -hmm. it is a um, my understanding is uh, the equivalent of a community theater Yes, so Cornley University Drama Society in England has brought uh, their new murder mystery, The Murder at Havisham Manor, to tour America. And it's opening night. It's their first show. Um, They take it very seriously. It's a very serious murder mystery. (laughs) Um, But unfortunately, through one thing or another, uh, everything that can go wrong does go wrong. And we watch as they desperately try to hold it together while the world literally falls apart around them. Yes. Yes. Uh, so What's Up already ran a preview story um, for this show, and you can find that online at nwaonline.com. And for that, I spoke to one of the other actors, Michael Thatcher, mm-hmm. and he has quite a bit of Shakespeare in his yeah. resume, mm-hmm. and he was telling me how that uniquely prepared him for this show <laughs> because it's so over the top. Like, not 
it's larger than life. But he also said it's a comedy for the audience, but it's a tragedy. Yes. That's how he said tragedy, tragedy for the actors on stage. Absolutely. You know, th they are taking this very seriously. It's a serious murder mystery. And I think that what makes this show so funny is that this cast, the cast of the murder at Havisham Manor, truly believes that if they commit to the show 100%, the audience will never know that anything is going wrong, which for anyone who's seen the show is absurd. Mm -hmm. It's absurd. But that's what makes it so funny and so honest that they are still trying to get through the show with no one knowing that it's falling <laughs> apart. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was incredible. And it starts before... The uh, the curtain is not down, but before the you know air quotes curtain even goes up, absolutely there are actors. Um, about fifteen minutes before the show, uh, you want it. You definitely already want to be at the venue mm -hmm. because some things start happening in the lobby. Yep. Things are definitely happening in the auditorium um, as you're taking your seats, and um, it was a little hard to hear because the actors aren't mic'd because they're supposed to be you know backstage people um, or the crew, but you get the important words like legally obligated um th <laughs> things like that did come come across to where yeah, i was sitting mm -hmm, so absolutely yeah the idea is uh it doesn't yeah it doesn't want to feel too much like it is the show yet you know mm -hmm. it's just almost like a little easter egg for those people who are sitting close enough to hear <laughs> maybe our stage manager warning about some falling lights or some missing <laughs> cast members you know um so if you are lucky enough to run into an actor, you know, then that's that's what they're doing and feel free to play along. But some people may have seen the show multiple times and not realize the show starts before wow. the show starts, which is fun for us. Okay, yeah. It also an intermission. I made it out to the <laughs> lobby pretty quickly, not knowing the intermission was also part of the gag. There's some things happening in the lobby at intermission. So just I would suggest be on the lookout, be aware of, you know, what's going on mm -hmm. around. I mean Typically, the things that I encountered were pretty loud, so it was kind of hard to miss, but <laughs> there's, it's very uh, breaks, breaks the fourth yes. wall constantly. Unlike a lot of shows, yeah, we really want the audience participation in this. You know, you are part of the cast. The audience is the last cast member. Mm. Um, and so we'd love for you to, to feel like you're a part of it. And there will be definite moments in the show where you feel like maybe you can interact and maybe mm -hmm. you can be more part of the show. Yeah, we were discussing that mm -hmm. um, because you said in Eng in England yeah. that it's a little bit different and American audiences, that's something they kind of have to get used exactly. to. Exactly, yeah. So in England, we have a strong history of the pantomime, uh, mm -hmm. especially around Christmas time. Um, and, you know, in that there is a lot of audience participation. You know, there's a lot of the casts, you know, oh, no, you didn't, and they already are conditioned from a young age to know that you can yell back, oh, yes, he did. Um, so when the show was written for Brits in England, it had that in mind. It's fun for us because Americans maybe need a little bit more permission um, to join in and to, to engage with us on that way um, because a lot of shows you're not really allowed. Um, right. But when you come see us, you know, you are allowed, and we want you to join in, and you are part of the cast. But not... Not too much. Not you know, too don't, much. Don't take away from the people. No, on and stage, you'll know but... when you're allowed and when you're not allowed. But in the moments where you feel like you're allowed, go ahead. Yes, I felt like last night's audience. Well, I I'm biased, of course, but I have seen some shows in other places, and I feel like Fayetteville's audience tends to be fairly uh, receptive and mm -hmm. interactive when it feels appropriate. Um, it it does always feel like can like I've seen some shows that have a very heavy um, like 
musical performance element like it feels like a concert mm-hmm. instead of the the you know typical musical um and sometimes they feel like can i you know but once once one person does and kind of like yeah saying, once it one feels person like jumps in everyone once that does. wall comes down everyone for the rest of the show is like okay we can we can interact here absolutely and you know a lot of the times with shows and with any comedy um it is about the timing and it is about allowing them to laugh from the very beginning so that they know they have permission to be loud and to be raucous and i think like we were saying with the pre-show activity i think a lot of that helps let the audience know what they're in for this evening. Mm-hmm. Um, but like you say, there are some very specific moments um, where the audience will feel inclined to jump in. Yeah, yeah. And so I've been trying to, um, I ran into a friend in the lobby last night uh, during intermission and, and she was like, what do you think? And I said, I don't know how I'm going to find the words to, <laughs> but in a, in a good way because it was so... It was so funny and so over the top, but also you don't want to give any any of the gags away. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just I'm I'm really having trouble um, finding the right descriptors to let people know exactly what they're in for and exactly how funny it's going to yeah, be. Yeah, yeah. I think it is one of those shows. I think people have to trust that when you say this is one of the funniest things I've seen in years, <laughs> they just commit and go see it. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, but it's, I think, like we said, the comedy comes from the place where this is not, um, it's not a silly slapstick, you know, yes. uh, clowning show because the cast of The Murder at Havisham Manor is taking it so seriously. It is grounded in honesty. But everything that's happening around them is hysterical and you mm-hmm. will be crying with laughter within the first 10 minutes. Yeah, yeah. And so it's very quick. There's, there's, always something to look at there's always something happening on stage um and that's another thing michael told me is that your stage is kind of like oh she's a part of the character character. yes she's a part of the cast (laughs) and she won the tony um for the cast so she is a bit of a diva now and she knows it um but that's you know we rehearsed on the stage and on the set Mm. which is unusual for any show but with a show like this you almost have to you know you have Mm. to get used to that she is definitely a big part of the script and of the cast as well. Mm -hmm. I think the thing that's unique with this show as well, we were speaking about the comedy of it, is that um, it appeals to any age group, right? Mm -hmm. So 8 to 98, you're going to have fun in the show, right? You know, there are some moments with the set that are a little more maybe straightforward, straightforward laughs. And then there's a little more nuanced moments that if you see it maybe multiple times, you're going to catch. Mm-hmm. And so that's for a different audience as well, which is such a fun thing touring. Definitely. Yeah, it's very smart, mm-hmm. uh, even though it feels, you know, um, like, oh, we're this, you know, smaller theater group. But right. Like, and, but it, yeah, and it doesn't only appeal to, I know there are a lot of, theater fans or quote theater kids mm-hmm. who were in the audience last night who were just you know dying over it but but it's not only those people that get the comedy no exactly it. I think yeah that's that's one of the things that is great touring sometimes shows only appeal to certain markets or more mm-hmm. so to certain markets this show wherever we go everyone just has a great time it doesn't matter what audience it doesn't matter what part of the country or what age group they just love it yes um and i know one of the um members of programming at the walton art center when we spoke back when the venue announced their season he was speaking to me about this show and he said they keep 
pushing it and pushing it and you're sitting there going there's you know, how can they <laughs> go further and then they yeah. go even further and mm -hmm. it's just wildly hysterical um and i we were the friend that i was there with last night and i said that i guess at intermission um all throughout the first act and then at intermission she was like i don't know where it's gonna go and yeah. and but even um with looking at the set i i did say there was a couple things from the very beginning. I knew this piece was going to be engaged. Uh -huh. I knew this was going to happen, but it still caught me off guard when right. it happened. Yeah. I was waiting for it, and it still surprised me. It still was shocking. I think that's the thing, too, is that with a show like this, you would think, you know, you've seen it once. You know what's going to happen. Maybe it's not funny anymore. Mm -hmm. I, after I saw it on Broadway, I took my family to go see it again, and it was just as hysterical, you know? I, I think maybe it comes from the commitment to it. Um, yeah. But even if you guess what's going to happen, even if you know what's going to happen, it's mm -hmm. still hysterical. Yes, <laughs> yes. So uh, I was just so excited to jump right into the show. Let's go back a little bit. Tell me a little about, uh, you said you saw the original mm -hmm. uh, British cast on Broadway. Tell me a little about your relationship to the show, how you came to the show, your yeah. acting journey. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I saw it a few years ago now when it was the original British cast. Um, and uh, <laughs> at that point, um, what is now my track, um, the uh, ensemble, if you like, who covers the principles um, and who is uh, part of the stage crew um, on an every night basis, um, was out in the audience interacting, looking for Winston, very important cast member who just continually goes missing. Um, and they actually asked for me to bark like a dog. They asked for me, could I be Winston perhaps in the show? Um, and that was years ago. Uh, and so even then I suppose I was part of the production. Um, <laughs> And so, of course, once uh, once it started going on tour, you know, that's a great opportunity. Um, a lot of us really love to tour. This is my second national tour now because we get to come through places that we may never have seen otherwise, you know. Um, a lot of Americans haven't been able to explore as much of the country as we have. Um, so really great opportunity for that. Um, I think my experience in musical theater, which is more kind of what I have done in the past, really lends itself to this production. As we were saying, um, it does have to be very highly choreographed in a way uh, to make something look less choreographed and like it is falling <laughs> apart. It has to be even more so mm -hmm. for safety and for comedy. The timing is very important, which I think my music theater background really lends itself to. Um, also the comedy aspect, you know, comedy music theater, comedy play like this, they are very similar. They very much go hand in hand. Yeah. Um, so that's been super helpful as well in the casting process of this. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And uh, I kind of felt that too with the acting. It's a group of actors who are playing a group of actors Absolutely. and they're not the people in uh, the community theater. Sorry, I keep saying that because I keep forgetting the name. It's very long. Yes. Um, the people in this theater troupe mm -hmm. are not the best actors. Well, um, it depends if you ask them. Well. They, they think they are, but uh, <laughs> that's up for debate. Some of them, yeah. Uh, but you have to be a good actor to play a bad actor. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. You know, in the same way that it's even more important to be... Um, very clear and very specific uh, for things that are supposed to look unclear and non-specific mm -hmm. in the same way as you have to double down on your acting choices um, for a character that's maybe got a little less training than you. Yes. Um, but but you're, tr you're right. So one of the roles I understudy is uh, Sandra. So it is Sandra and she is playing Florence Collymore, right? So mm -hmm. it's you're not just learning one role. You're not going, how would I play Florence Collymore? It's how would Sandra play 
Florence Collymore. Um, even when you look in the playbill, you have Sandra's bio, you know, as well as your bio. So <laughs> there's a lot that goes into it. It's much more um, complicated than people might think upon seeing it. But that's the beauty of it is yes. that you don't know all that work is there, but there's a lot of work there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Well, it's it's incredible. I'm so happy I got to see it last night. So uh, you said this is your second national tour. Mm-hmm. Um, what kind of things do you like to do when you're in a new city? Yeah. So, I mean, of course, number one, find the best coffee shop. Yeah. <laughs> we then love to find all of the local food places, all of the local stores. If there's a local attraction that people recommend, then we love to go there. Mm-hmm. Um, my last tour, we didn't come through Fayetteville. Uh, mm-hmm. So that's lovely to come to some new places as well as revisit some old places and go back to those old haunts that I had. Um, but yeah, yesterday I did a little bit of shopping. Um, we're getting uh, some recommendations from the locals. So if you have anywhere you recommend, then we will absolutely, absolutely take that on board. Yes, we'll talk um, after. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, and to meet with the locals and interact with the locals. I had some lovely conversations yesterday at a bunch of shops, mm-hmm. uh, very friendly, very very chatty um, and I had a really good time yeah good I know uh, sometimes when um, groups come through uh, a lot of the actors well uh, the crew as well are really interested in getting outdoors and mm-hmm. I, th- I would think I would be too because yeah. you're you know cooped up from all here day to here uh-huh. to here to here. yeah but unfortunately um, you're here at this freakish cold snap so. it seems <laughs> like we've brought the snow everyone's telling me yeah. this is not what Fayetteville's <laughs> normally like <laughs> yeah um, well, we hope you enjoy your time in town, and thank you so much for being here. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. So Gemma Jane is the... Female cover. <laughs> female cover. Thank you. Uh, in the play that goes wrong, it is showing at the Walton Arts Center through Sunday, November 17th. Tickets start at only $32. Are you yeah. kidding me? It's Come so and cheap. See us. Yeah, it's you've got to right? go. You've got to go. It's like go. a dinner. Yeah, it, it, oh, yeah, you could spend way more than that on two people at a dinner. Oh, yeah. So, um, yes, it's hysterically funny. Um, even if it's one of those that showed up on your, you know, on your season and you're like, I don't know anything about that. I don't know what to expect. Like you said, you should just trust and go. Yep. It's so you good. You will have a good time. Yes. So, again, you can find my preview story with um, one of the other actors from the company uh, at nwaonline.com. Of course, waltonartscenter.org, uh, their website, their box office for all the information on the show. Gemma, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you.